0: Thank you for choosing our podcast. This is truly an exciting time for City Lights Church, and we are seeing God move in extraordinary ways. For more
1: information on how you can get plugged into what God is doing at City Lights or to financially partner with us, just visit us on the web at citylightsac.org. Stay connected
0: with us throughout the week by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us by
1: searching at City Lights AC. Tune in every Sunday as we stream live through Facebook live stream.
0: You may be seated. You may be seated. Hey, we are so glad that you are here this morning. Uh, We are so encouraged by what God's doing. We are glad that you're here joining us. And um, today is a a really special day for us because it's Sunday, and Sunday is never just another Sunday for us. So if you've come expecting just another Sunday, you've come to the wrong church this morning. Amen. Thanks, God. (laughs) I've paid him to be up here to do that. 'cause I had a feeling y'all might be quiet on Memorial Day weekend. It's a little nasty outside. I'm seeing some yawns in here, so Hey, uh, if i am not had the chance to meet you, my name is Peyton. I'm the lead pastor here at City Lots Church. This is Cody Owens. He's our expansion director. You're going to hear more from him in just a little bit. But uh, we are in between series at City Lots, so we wanted to mix things up a little bit. We wanted to introduce a song to you. We wanted to just kind of strip it down and make it a little bit um, an acoustic set. So uh, just a great time to, to cast some vision, I think, this summer. Uh, last week, we finished a series called Cow Tipping. Did anybody enjoy that series? Yeah, I mean, I did too. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it as well. Um, next week, we're starting a new series. You're going to hear more about that at the very end of the service. So I thought this would just be a good time to uh, to kind of cast some vision because there's this idea in church sometimes. I've come from churches like this. I don't want to... Uh, knock anybody's church or family church or your papaw's church or anything like that but there's this idea that sometimes summer's coming up what that often means is this and let's just go ahead and tip this cow so we can act like there's no elephant in the room and i'm gonna see how many animals i can mention during this sermon but sometimes attendance drops in summer because people are vacationing they're going to the lake they're fishing they want to sleep in yada 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 camping whatever it is that means sometimes the offerings dip down so it's like for sometimes pastors are like dear jesus just get us to august when kids get back in school so we can get in a normal rhythm thank you please but at city lots we're not believing that this year and i want to share this man if you have a chance to take a vacation you should take a vacation if you have an opportunity to spend some time with your family you ought to do it it's really important but don't forsake the gathering It's really, really important um, not to forsake that. And I believe this. We looked at our numbers last year, and we actually grew through summer while we were at Clinton High School a portable space. So how much more should we grow this year as we're reaching more people? And you're going to invite people and we're going to see God do some things that only he could do. So what do we want to talk about today is this is the plan for this summer. This is the plan for the summer. We're going to share a lot of interesting, I think encouraging information for you. And uh, we want you to just really stay connected to, uh, to what God's doing. We believe this is a time for us not to slow down, but to ramp up. In fact, we want to do the opposite. We're not going to go into coast mode. Um, we're going to go into, to kill it mode. So this is the plan. This is kind of what we're
1: talking about this morning. Yeah. So really excited about the summer. and, um, But to sort of you know dive in today, what we're going to do, we're going to actually get you guys to interact a bit. We're going to show some pictures on the screen. And what I would like for you to do, you're going you're gonna to know what it is, but don't tell us what it is. For instance, if it's a Nike check, don't tell us it's Nike. Tell us the first thing that comes to your mind or several things that come to your mind whenever you see that brand.
0: Okay. Uh, I would like to add this. We record every service live. <laughs> And we're streaming right now, so please keep it PG. Your answers, okay? <laughs> I'd like to keep my job if that'd be okay with you. I like what I get to do. So,
1: so if you would, yeah, go ahead and pull up the first slide. Again, just tell us what you think. What comes to mind? Social media.
0: Social media. What else? Somebody said drama. People. What else? Friends. Friends. Pictures. Pictures. What's on your mind? How you? Well, yeah. How you feeling today? Opportunities. Not right. working. Opportun- Opportunities. That's our digital communications coordinator. So she's <laughs> opportunity to reach you. What else? What comes to mind? Opinions. Opinions. Candy Crush. Candy Crush games. What else? Arguments. Arguments. That's for sure. Yeah. What else? Videos. Politics. Politics.
1: Politics.
0: Religion. Religion. What else? If you love me, share this. If you love me, share this. Come on, man! Didn't we tip that cow or something like that? You know what, Listen, You know what drives me crazy. You know if I'm standing up. He said. He said, Pastor, are you gonna be able to sit down the whole time? And I said, I don't know. I'm gonna pray about it. This. Is, if you've done this, I promise I'm not judging you. I promise. I can't stand when people post something themselves and then like their own posts. I just think that's, I have family that does that. It's just like so weird. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's weird, but any other thoughts?
1: All right, if you would, go ahead and pull the next one up. Money. What else?
0: Constant updates. Quality. Huh? Cheap. You obviously never bought one. Yeah, I don't know what apples you're buying. Cheaply made. Cheaply <laughs> made. No. What else? Do anybody, are there people that don't know what this is? Because I, I could tell when we pulled it up, somebody was like, "Is this having something to do with Adam and Eve?" <laughs> Any other thoughts? Social status. Social status. The what? Best el- on the, the best computers on the planet. Our sound booth is full of them back there. We do have one PC. In all fairness, any other thoughts? Security password. Security password.
1: Yeah. All right, go ahead and pull up the next one, please.
0: Happy meal. Happy meal, fries. Huh? I'm loving it, nuggets, he said. Huh? College budget. budget. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else? Drive through, cool mom. Sweet tea. Sweet tea, yeah. People love it. Say again. Horrible service. Uh. <laughs> Security, we're going to need
1: you to get that man out of here. <laughs> oh. Anything else? Anything else coming to mind? Big Macs. I Big right, go and pull up the next one, please. Now let the controversy begin, okay? John Ford tough. John <laughs> First on race day. First
0: on race day. <laughs> Found on road dead. Found on road dead. <laughs> hey listen, when we were when me and Cody were meeting in the office, we were talking about this, we said, you know this one's gonna bring out the inner rednecking people in here. <laughs> what else? Any other thoughts? A lot of awesomeness. A whole lot of awesomeness. All right, go
1: ahead and pull up the last one.
0: Home. Home. What else? Awesome. Awesome. Family. family. I, I love the one man in the front said, he raised his hand. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I say the man, that's my father-in-law. <laughs> Unity, family, awesome. What else? Music. Music. Somebody say Peyton Wills. <laughs> Amen, brother. City kids, yeah, amen. Awesome future, awesome future, amen, brother. Freedom, freedom, love, love, hands and feet, feel good leaving, feel good leaving, amen.
1: Acceptance,
0: acceptance. (laughs) See, what we're trying to show you here is this: that you have the ability to see a brand and immediately think of the product. And what I wonder is, as we head into this summer, and really our future, is what do people, when they see that brand, when they see that logo, what product do they think of? And honestly, a lot of things that you've said are what we work hard for every week, to feel accepted, to feel loved, to feel embraced. I want you, when you leave, I want you to feel challenged, but I also want you to feel convicted. And so our, our thought is this, is okay, Man, if we're not going to slow down, if we're not going to slow down, if this is the plan, then we want to make sure that when people see our brand, that they know what product we're producing. Because I don't know if you know this or not, but if you can think of it in this terms, that each church, if you will, each gathering is basically, it's a factory. And what we send out those doors is exactly what we produce in here. It's exactly what happens. And so there's this great story in Luke chapter 14, I think, that really brings great emphasis to what we should be doing as a church and who we should be reaching. Um, Maybe many of you have heard of it. If not, when you leave today, you will have heard of it. Uh, It's a great story. It's about this. It's this parable of this great banquet that Jesus is talking about. And I want you, as we read this story, I want you to pretend that the banquet is the church gathering. They're sitting at a table sharing a meal together because who, do, who does that? Families do that. That's what this is this morning. It's a gathering of, of people. And I think that it couldn't be more perfect for where we're going this morning. Then we're going to also going to cast some vision. And uh, I think hopefully when you leave here, not only will you feel good, you'll feel inspired and you'll believe exactly what Michael said, that, man, our future is bright. It's bright. So this is what's happening. In Luke 14, Jesus is sitting at a table with all kinds of different people, just like there are here this morning as he often did. They are having this meal together, and he's basically talking about why you should invite people to this banquet, why you should invite people to the table. This is Luke 14. It says, he also said to the one who had invited him, when you give a lunch or dinner, this is interesting, let's hang through this, though. don't invite your friends, <clears throat> your brothers, your relatives, or your rich neighbors, because they might invite you back, and you would be repaid. Interesting. Verse 13 says, on the contrary, when you host a banquet, invite those who are poor, maimed, lame, or blind. Verse 14, he says, and I love this, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, leave here, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. Now, we must understand that Jesus wants all people to come to his house, okay? The idea is that this, though, is that the emphasis, on do you know even here in this county in east tennessee there are people that still need jesus believe it or not i know you think everybody is jesus up but they're not they're not and so jesus is saying hey it's really easy and i'm not knocking just please but i want you to hear this young pastor's heart it's really easy to invite your aunt who goes to another church to come here and you should do that because we'd love for your aunt to come to our church But he's saying, "Hey, there are some people out there that are really hurting. These are basically the outcasts. These these are the people that you know. Maybe you're mad at. You're frustrated at. These are the people. Listen. These are the type of people that may not be welcomed in some churches." And I've said this a thousand times and I wish I could come up with something new to say, but there's this old Christian recording artist named Todd Agnew and he sings a song and one of the lyrics says, my Jesus might not be welcome in your church because he might get bloodstains on the carpet. That's who we're after here. We'll welcome bloodstained carpet here, but listen, don't spill your coffee in here. That crap's hard to clean up, okay? (laughs) You'll be blessed. You'll be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. Verse 15 when one of those who reclined at the table with him heard these things, he said to him, the one who will eat bread in the kingdom of God is blessed. There's two things going on in this story. One is it's going to be, you're going to see a picture of salvation. It's for everyone, that Jesus came to the cross for everybody. And that's what this man's saying here. Remember, this is a parable He's saying, hey, whoever comes to this then really can receive life. And verse 16 says, then he told him, here's where he's going to this parable. He's fixing to, fixing to, to change a little bit, and this is where we're getting into our meat today. He said, then he told him a man was giving a large banquet and invited many. Verse 17. At the time of the banquet, he sent his slave to tell those who were invited, come because everything is ready. Listen, on Sunday mornings, what we try to do is this. We try to get everything ready for you. We try to have our city kids uh, ready to teach their lessons. We try to have that space ready down there for them. We try to have our first impressions area ready. We try to have this area because we're hosting a big banquet. Derek McCarter, he said it like this. He's planting Shifts Church in South Knoxville. And I couldn't think of a greater analogy. Uh, They had their first Sunday morning preview service, which basically means a service on Sunday morning it's a preview of what's coming i talked to him that saturday night i was like how are you feeling man he said i feel really good but he said i feel like we've planned for this big party now we're just waiting to see who's going to show up that's what church is like every week because sometimes people come sometimes they don't sometimes guests come sometimes they don't some those who we least expect come sometimes who we expect will come you know don't come And so he's saying, listen, everything is ready. So every week when you come here, there's a lot of work that goes on, even in a permanent building, because we're ready for the people. We're ready for the people. And Jesus is saying, hey, everything is ready. And now also what this also means is this, is that Jesus is making provision for those who will come. I love this next verse when, when Cody and I were studying this together, verse 18 he pointed this out and I think there couldn't be any more truth to it he said but without exception they all begin to make excuses how many of you know church people are good at making excuses I was going to but it was my only day to sleep in or I was going to but I just didn't feel good and then I saw you at gondolier at three o'clock that day (laughs) liar liar pants on fire (laughs) true story You can't hide from the preacher on Sundays. I'm everywhere. (laughs) But without exception, listen, they all begin to make excuses.
1: Don't we do that, though? Don't you think it's easy for Christians to make excuses? Absolutely, yeah. And a lot of times, you know, making that excuse, you know, and not reaching out to those people, not actually asking those people could also lead to that person never experiencing their breakthrough. I mean, think about it that way. The excuse that I make, I don't feel led. I don't feel led to talk to them. or I'm just not sure about it. Could possibly put a wall in between them and their breakthrough.
0: Here's what I'd love to do without like naming names. We shared one of the things that we're getting really intentional about at City Lights, especially like internally, is sharing God's stories because we come here every week and we're like, God's moving, but we don't ever tell you what he's doing. And, um, and so we wanted, I'd love for you to share the story you shared in volunteer service, maybe just out mentioning names.
1: Okay, so uh, we have someone who's been connected to City Lights for a long time, and they... Um, they knew someone from childhood, basically, and, um, and reached out to them. They, they knew that the family was sort of, you know, looking for a church, and they reached out to them and, and, uh, and invited uh, them to come to City Lights. Now, here's what I want to point out. The, the really awesome thing is, is that maybe it didn't happen the first time or the second time. You know, that person didn't end up coming to City Lights, but they continued to ask. They continued to form that relationship. Through that, that person came to City Lights, fell in love with it because they experienced the freedom. Because they left and it felt good. Because they, they, they came and it was genuine. They fell in love with City Lights. Asked their family to come to City Lights. Through that, they've stepped up. One of them has um, committed to serving, going from you know seating to serving in the church, um, as well as another one in the family. So just from one person, not only asking, but continuing to ask, even when they got the know, people are connected here. They fit in, they, they uh, fill apart, and they've went from seating to serving, which is yeah. amazing.
0: Yeah, and, and, and well, I'd love to share names, but I won't make it awkward for everybody. But God is really moving in that situation. And, and, and Cody shared this, and he, just, he said it again that you, know, you, you investing and in reaching into someone, not only is it a breakthrough, breakthrough for them, but it could be multiple generations that breaks through. And I want to ask you a question. Now, honestly, I hope, this, I hope this challenges you, or I hope some of you can say, man, I did it this morning but I want to ask you and you just think rhetorically yeah I just followed that (laughs) that joker was big which caused
1: me to then follow it as well
0: (laughs) listen you can't lead if you don't follow okay I just want you to answer in your mind first off I want to ask you one question and and there again answer in your mind do you love this church now some of you are nodding your head yes you may not do it on this time so there again do like I told you just answer inwardly okay When was the last time you personally invited somebody to come sit beside you? Is it without exception that you always make excuses? The reason I say that is this. I believe every single Sunday, this place ought to be packed out and we ought to be having the fire marshal come down here saying you got too many people in here, pastor. And we could do that. We could do that if you would do it. I, I preached a message one time that you know we, we had this saying in our, in our society like I would if I could but actually you could if you would. So without exception these people make excuses. I don't want to be a people at City Lights this summer that says you know what Man, we're just going to slow down and I'm going to go when I can. Now I want you to commit and dig deep and we don't make excuses. We make a difference. You can't do both. He said, but without exception, they begin to make excuses. Listen to this. The first one, leave me here. The first one said to him, I have bought a field, and I must go out and see it. I ask you to excuse me. Now, imagine this is about how retarded this is, okay? But remember, keep in mind, these are church people, so y'all are pretty good at this. Imagine I said, Cody, I know you're looking to buy a piece of property in the future. I've got a great piece of property for you right out by the lake. It's like five acres on Norris Lake. I'll sell it to you for $10,000. Is that a good deal? Absolutely. Absolutely a good deal. And Cody says, hey, all right, here's $10,000. He buys it before seeing it. And he's like, give me the address. I'm going to go view it. So I text him the address. About 30 minutes later, he calls me and says, "Uh, hey, this, actually, this property's it's nowhere near the lake And I said oh yeah I misspoke What i meant to say was You actually go out towards Andersonville And you take a right by the lake And you go 30 minutes to Union County And it's out that way somewhere <laughs> Listen who buys a piece of property Without looking at it And this guy says oh I'd love to But I've got to get my mic back in my pocket He said I, I bought a field I've not checked it out And I must go see it I asked that you excuse me Nobody would do that I'm not saying that I'm not saying people haven't done it But it's ridiculous you don't do that I like this, verse 19. Another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen. Leave me here. I'm going to try them out. I ask you to, excuse me. Now, who has ever bought a new or a used car? Huh? I got all kinds of stuff falling in my pockets. Hold that for me, man. New or used car. How many of you did not test drive it before you bought it? One. Basically, what this guy's saying is, "Hey, I've went out. And I bought this new car and uh, or used car at as, as that, and I've got to go test drive it real quick. I wish I could come. It's ridiculous. We give the most ridiculous, like no, like nonsense answers ever when it comes to like seeking Jesus, inviting and investing. Now, listen. <laughs> if there was one person that's telling the truth, it's this next guy right here." Go ahead. Another said, I just got married, bro, and my life's over, man. I can't, I can't party anymore. I'd love to. My wife said I need to stay home and do the dishes and pick up towels and pick up laundry by the laundry basket that's in the floor, right? No, I mean, on a serious note, what young couple does not want to go to a social event, right? What young couple doesn't want to go to a social event that can and, and I want to press upon this because it's super important that you understand, man, this is us. This is us. Jesus has called us to bring people to the table every single week. And I'm telling you, listen, not for the sake of anything other than him getting the glory. If you know me, then you let that testify with your spirit. If you're new here and you're still figuring me out, good luck. You're going to have to come for a while. But those of you who know me, you know my spirit. I'm not interested in just filling this building up for the sake of filling this building up, but what I'm saying is there are people out there that need to be brought to the table that you know that you could bring in here. This place ought to just be bustling every week, week in, week out. Take me to the next verse. So the slave came back and reported these things to his master. Then in anger, the master of the house told the slave, listen, go out quickly and to the streets and alleys. There must be a sense of urgency between what we're doing. Listen, how many of you, you just tell me if I'm wrong or right? If you were going to a really good restaurant today after lunch, and I started preaching a little bit long, would you start getting antsy and be like, I've, I've got lunch plans at 1230, man, come on, dude. <laughs> I feel what you're doing, but like you're taking too long you'd have a sense of urgency. Yet for some reason we don't carry that over when it comes to reaching our brothers and sisters. And why is it so? I don't know. He came back and he was angry, he said, listen, go out. And listen, that's where he said, go into the streets and the alleys of the city and bring in the poor, the maimed, blind and lame. Now I'm asking you something. Who would be in the streets and the alleys? The poor, the lame, the blame, the, the maimed, the blame game, the blind. And so what Jesus is saying is here, if, if there's certain people that you've got to reach, you've got to go to certain places. You've got to be willing to go to the uncomfortable places. Now listen, I'm not saying that you need to go down to the bridge under Knoxville where homeless people live, but listen, you may have a neighbor who's right beside you. They're financially, they're really wealthy, but they're poor in spirit. this is where we want to take some time to catch some vision. Verse 22 says this. Master, the slave said, what you ordered has been done. And say it with me. There's still room. There's still room. We've not done enough until every seat is packed out in here. We've not. We've not done enough until every single seat is packed out. And listen, each one of you know Someone that you could reach. There's still room. Man, there's still room. And then we'll go to multiple services. And then we'll start another campus. And then we'll plant a church in Dominican Republic. And then we'll, we'll, there's still room. There's still room. So here's what we want to do for the next couple minutes. I want to share, Cody and I, want to share some things that we're going to do this summer to tell you, one, hey, we're not slowing down because there's still room to reach people. We're not going into coast mode. We're not going to be complacent, and we're not going to play it safe. In fact, one of the things that we recently did was we established five core values for our church, and we sent those out amongst our leadership team, and those become the metric and standard for who we are and what we do, and one of our core values is risk, we take big risk because we have a big God and we trust him for big results. Amen, anybody? Amen. We're not playing it safe here. And so we're going we're to do some things to help us reach people. And what I want you to understand is the motive behind what I'm fixing to share with you. We're not doing things just to plan a bunch of events to keep people busy to put things on your calendar. We're doing it for connection points, to reach people, to build community because there's still room. And so one of the first things that I'm really excited to share with you is next Sunday evening, this is real short notice, but that's how we roll around here, is we've been promoting that we have lakeside baptisms, but we're actually going to do a lakeside baptism service. So if you're like a little bit old school, a little bit tradition in heart, this is going to be a great service for you to come to, because it's going to be just just really chill and laid- back, a little acoustic guitar. We're going to have just a brief service, and then we're going to baptize I can't remember how many people sign up right now, like four or, five or six or something like that. And if you'd like to be baptized, if that's your next step, then you need to sign up today and go ahead and just take that step and let's get moving. Let's not wait, let's not play games, don't wait for the right conditions. Let's move. Last year, we had a, a huge group of our church come just to support this. So we'd love for you to be a part of this. If you need questions or if you have questions about where this is at, just connect with us after the service. But the idea here is this. There's still room for people to take spiritual steps. Not everybody has arrived here. And so this is one of the things that we want to invite you to be a part of next, next week. This is next Sunday night. It's at 530. It's not going to be long. You can BYOC. It's bring your own chair. Uh, The other is up to you. I'm just telling you, you can bring your chair, but don't do anything during the service is all I'm asking. We're going to see some people go from death to life next week. And I'm asking you as your pastor, will you come join us and celebrate? Will you come celebrate? Will you come hang out for a little while and be a part of this? It's going to be a really special time.
1: Yeah, and uh, also we have coming up another night of worship. So I don't know if you all were involved in the last night of worship, um, it was amazing. This is going to be on June the 25th at 630. And I want to just share really quickly like, the night of worship is really when I was introduced to you all and, and met you all. And, um, you know, and just really to even take it back further, you know, and it kind of goes along with what we're talking about um, reaching out and asking people, you know, to come to the gathering. Um, I posted a, a photo on Instagram that you commented on to come to City Lights, which ultimately led me here. But, Um, But I can remember that, you know, pastor casting the vision of taking a picture from the bridge of people lined up at the night of worship. And it was really just when God gave us a lot of, um, you know, really the theme for the year of expansion and expanding our borders. It's going to be an amazing time, an amazing time. So please make plans to be here. I'm just a great time of fellowship, great time of worship.
0: Who was here at the last night of worship? It was fire. I mean, it was fire from the moment people walked in. So we want you to be a part of that for sure. Something that I'm also really excited about that we're going to start doing this summer is we're called Summer Nights at City Lights. And I couldn't be more excited about this. This is going to be on the third Thursday of each month, starting in June. So we're just a couple weeks away from it. Uh, We're going to do something that's, uh, it's going to be basically a service on on Thursday night, but it's going to be stripped down, hippie vibe, like coffee, like flip-flop, chilling, swim trunk, just came from the pool kind of feel. And uh, we want to invite you to be a part of this. So like if you miss a Sunday or you're like, hey, you know what? I just need a little bit of Jesus on this Thursday, and I need it in a chill environment, then you need to bring your friends. You need to come down here and hang out with us. We're going to do summer nights at City Lights. It's the third Thursday of each month. So June 15th is the first one. There will be uh, childcare available. You'll need to keep up with this on uh, social media. It'll be limited until we kind of figure out how many um, you know, students or kids that we may be having. And so we want you to keep posted on that. But I'm really excited about this because this is going to be an opportunity to connect to the midweek. And uh, we've got some special ideas planned. Each theme is going to be like a summer night uh, kind of theme. So maybe a lake party, maybe grill out, hang out. It's just going to be a chill time. And I feel like I need to share this with you because we don't have this slide up here. But starting next week, and we're going to do this periodically, if you have a student that is uh, a, ry- a fifth grader going into sixth grade through high school, uh, starting next week, what we're going to do is we're going to do something. I'm really excited about this to allow them to connect as well. After our worship, after our second or th- uh, second song, our students are going to dismiss and go downstairs. We have a large group area for them and they're going to gather at their own level and they're going to hang out and have church themselves. And Brian Ford, our student ministry leader, uh, him and our, our teaching is going to be synced. So what you're hearing will be on your level. What they're hearing will be on their level so that when you go home, you can have spiritual conversations with your students. It's just going to be an incredible time. So another connect point for them on sunday mornings Uh, just cannot wait for us to to be a part of that so if you have students remember next week uh, and we'll make a, a time announcement time for them to head out
1: yeah really excited about summer nights definitely so um one other thing that we have coming up we want to share with you is uh is love week and this is going to be in the first week of july so we have a um a global Team going out um, to the Dominican Republic the first week of July. Um, A couple from this church, and then uh, we have some from One Life, a partnering church as well. That's going to be going to the Dominicans, so they will be serving globally. At the same time, we'll be doing local things. So, for instance, it'll sort of be like, and it ties right along with the Scripture. Not necessarily going out to be repaid or to be recognized for what we're doing. We just want to go love on our community. So, projects say with the uh, the uh, Girls and Boys Club. We want to do stuff like that, Um, and we've got some things in the works. So, just want To share that with you as well. So we'll be serving locally while we're serving globally. And I do want to share with you really quick. um, It's not finalized or anything yet, but we're in the beginning stages of forming another partnership with a global ministry in in Honduras. So. Um In the future, that could be a possibility we'll see what the Lord does with that, but I just want to go ahead and share with you it's not finished, but I'm very excited about the fact that we could be uh, potentially making a connection and a relationship in Honduras and then eventually Lord willing go and make uh you know trips there as well
0: yeah i love if you if you can uh, we'd love for you to share why it's important that we do both that we serve locally that we serve um in our backyard and we serve across the seas why you know why why is it important that we do both? And why, why do we want to do both?
1: Right. Well, I believe um, sometimes we can be, have the mindset of when we think about missions, it's only, it's only globally, right? We think we have to go somewhere far away in order to reach people. But the truth is, is that there's people in our community, like in the streets, like in the alleys, that need love, right? They need to see the love of Christ and we need to show that to them as well. So obviously, you know, Acts 1-8, it's important to go and to spread the gospel to all the ends of the earth. But when it says that, we can't forget about our own backyard either. We can't just go to Honduras or to the Dominican and forget about um, Andersonville or forget about Oak Ridge at the same time.
0: We were talking as we've, you know, really trying to identify these partnerships and how amazing would it be? And remember, direction triumphs hope. We don't believe in hope here. We, we, I mean, we have hope, but we don't just rely on it. We take steps to get where we want to go. But how amazing would it be, City Lights family? Listen, if we start building these partnerships globally and locally, and like, listen, I I don't know, but what if every week of the year we were sending somebody and we were doing a project? 52 weeks a year, we're going to Honduras, we're going to the Dominican, we're going to Chicago, we're going to Cleveland. Um, You know, Cody mentioned that people in Andersonville need Jesus too. We're going up there and... I'm just joking. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but uh, I guess that one went over their head, Derek. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking too fast. Uh, but, you know, and then we're planting churches. You know, we're planting more churches and we're starting more autonomous churches, meaning that they're their own church. And we're planting other campuses. And every week we're doing something. i tell you what would be crazy. And if this is really, I really feel like this is too big for me to speak, but I'm going to speak it anyway, um, because I know Jesus could do it. And I'm just saying, if we're just dreaming, and maybe, listen, maybe, you know, we talked about a couple weeks ago in a message that sometimes we try to set a goal, and when we get it, we get complacent, but really the idea is that we've got to just keep reaching. We've got to keep reaching for the goal. What if God gave us so much, listen to me, what if God gave us so much influence at this church that the sun never set on our ministry globally? The sun never set, Dylan, on this ministry, because we had people so far around the freaking world and when it was going down one place it was coming up the other
1: yeah and another thing that excites me is when someone comes in this church and they express to us hey i have a, i feel called to missions to serve globally and we can be able to feed them into a pipeline that sends them somewhere around the world that's amazing
0: we were talking you know we've got these um we've got some people who have expressed a call to ministry here and we're trying to figure out like, what are we doing what are we doing to feed that what are we doing to feed that We want to be a group of people that that sins, that sins. And listen, some of these are college students. So we're not talking about sending them to Africa or the Dominican. We're talking about sending them back to their Jerusalem an hour or two away. Y'all good? You still thinking about the sun setting? I said sunset and somebody starts singing, Somewhere on a beach, something strong. Okay. Verse 23. Then the master told the slave, go. You know I could preach for like 45 minutes on that. Then the master told the slave, go. Go out into the highways and the lanes. If you read the traditional old school Bible, this is where you get go out into the highways and the byways. Go out into the lanes and the highways and byways. And listen, it says, make them come in. Some translations say compel them to come in. And what I believe about that is this, that we ought to have a ministry that's so compelling, that's so on point, that's so ran with excellence. What I mean is we give our best. It may not be the best, but we're going to give our best so that when people come in here, they feel compelled. Like, hey man, I've got to come here. There's something about this church that I really love. And let me tell you, and I'm not, I don't feel guilty about this one bit. If that's nice lotting, if that's signs out front, if that's a parking team parking people, if that's a clean lobby, if it's kids coming downstairs and and, and hearing fun music and seeing volunteers engaging them, I don't feel materialistic about that one bit. If it's good graphics, if it's good music, we ought to compel them, hey, this is why you should come. And it's not a bait and switch, but it's, hey, you come so that you can encounter Jesus Go out into the highways and lanes and make them come in so that my house may be filled. And here's another rhetorical question. Are you going or are you sitting? Are you going or are you sitting? And here's what most likely some, somebody out here singing this is, mm-hmm. I feel you, I know I should be doing that, but other people are going to do it. That's not really my thing, pastor. I'm not really good at that. You don't have an excuse. And no excuse is good enough. Then the master told the slave, go out into the highways, the byways, the lanes, and make them come in, listen, so that my house may be empty, so that my house may be filled, filled to the brim and overflowing. Listen, don't miss this jesus tells us go man don't slow down this summer i know you've got stuff going on and i know there are things happening but will you go Savannah? will you go will you invite someone will you share your faith more importantly and will you make them come short of breaking the law dylan i'm like will you make them come in got to be a people that go
1: we've got a people go that reach yeah and if I could just just say this you know if you could just just think about this with me for a moment if you have an empty seat around you I want you to think about that empty seat I want you to think about who could be sitting in that empty seat for a moment because there was a time when I was I was in great need of grace and love I was in I was the one in the streets and in the alleys You know what I mean and then love met me there And we say we'll meet people exactly where they are. But help us to do that not only on Sundays when they come in, but also where we work, where we live, and where we play. And just think about that empty seat. Think about who could be in that empty seat. Not for the sake of the fact of the church being full just to be full, but for the sake of the fact that people will hear the gospel and have a chance to have their life completely changed.
0: You reminded me, we all need grace, right? Everybody, we all need grace. What I'm learning, what I'm discovering is the, the closer I get to Jesus, the more I need and actually the the, the song that we've written this place the very first line is where sin did abound grace did much more and actually Cody wrote that part of it and so you, you know these people in your life where sin is just flourishing and it's rising up and they're jacked up but where that sin rises up grace does so much more Grace does so much more. And we want to be a church. We want we want to be a place where they can come and experience grace and truth, and it has to be both. Because if it's just one or the other, it's not the whole gospel. It's grace and truth. What would you challenge our people with as we as we finish today? we head into our new series and kind of kicking into summer next week
1: what would you challenge them with i would i would challenge each and every one of us to not become complacent right this is the plan we know what we're doing we know the strategy moving forward in summer Um, i would challenge each and every one of us not to be stagnant not to be complacent but to continue to reach out maybe maybe that's reigniting a fire within you that's maybe died down a little bit or been quenched but don't, don't let that happen. Continue to reach out. Continue to move forward and continue to have the same passion maybe that you had when you first encountered the Lord. You know, I don't know where each and every person is while you're sitting here. Maybe you don't know. Uh, maybe you're, you're, you're saying that maybe once I, I did do that, maybe I was reaching out to people but I'm not anymore. I would just encourage you to not become complacent. And as we move forward in the summertime, Continue to reach out to people. Continue to reach out to people where you work, live, and play because your invite, like we learned earlier, could lead to someone's changed life, could lead to their breakthrough. And that's so huge. It's amazing, and and it ties right into the fact that God has a plan and we have a part. That's what I love about it.
0: Amen. So this is the plan. This is what we're doing. This is where we're going. We're not slowing down. We want you to be a part of it. And we want you to reach back to those people, whoever those people are. And there's no reason... There's no reason that we can't flip this city and this region for his glory. If Jesus did it with 11 ordinary people, imagine what a room this size could do if we would just get serious. And I know you've heard this before, and I feel like I've said it a thousand times, but I'm trusting that someone will be like, man, I'm gonna do my part, Pastor. I know God has a plan, and I have a part. So the last thing I wanna challenge you with is this. If there's some kind of next step you need to take today, man, would you let us know on the back of your connection card? Maybe it's like, hey, I want to volunteer. I want to volunteer. I don't even know what I'm good at or what I'd like to do, but I'd like to talk with somebody about that. I'd like to get baptized next week. Take that step. Let us contact you and, and we'll, we'll, we'll walk you through that and see if that is the best step for you. Maybe you're here today and you would say, you know what? Man, I, that all sounds really good, Pastor, but... For me, my plan is I've got to really commit to following Jesus. I've got to take a next step with him. And maybe you'll just write on the back of your connection card. I'm accepting Christ or you'll write in the comments. Will will someone call me and I think that I want to commit to following him. Let's be a church about next steps. Let's be a church that goes and doesn't stay and gets complacent. I believe this from day one. I'd love to throw this chair right here, but we'd have to file an insurance claim. I believe from day one, Hillary, with all my heart. God, I, I, you, you know me a long time. And you know it. the good, the bad, my strength, my weaknesses. I'm being really serious right now. I don't know why I'm on you out, but you know it. I've always believed that city lights can be something of biblical proportion. I believe it with all my heart, Nick. Tizzy, I believe it with all my heart. I believe it with all my heart, but it's going to take you to do your part as well. We can do it because our God is good and he is great. Amen. Take a next step today. This is our plan. This is the plan. This is the plan and you have a part. Will you join us on mission this summer to see people raised to life? and walk in a true, growing, and authentic relationship with Jesus. Will you pray with me? Father, you are so good, and we thank you this morning that we get to worship. We thank you that we get to do this. We thank you that you're setting something here in motion that's not been seen, that's, that is of biblical proportion, that it's going to take an army to rise up and do it, Lord, not just one, not just two, not just... Uh, the professionals, not just those who are good at it, God, but it's going to take all of us because your plan is wide. It is vast. It is deep. It is, it is powerful. And it takes every part of the body here to accomplish that. So God, we pray for confidence this morning. Those of us who are sitting here and we feel like, I just don't feel like I can do that. Or I just, I've never really committed or I've not got serious about that. God, would you stir in that person's heart and say, Hey, the time is now for such a time as this you've started City Lights Church, Father, and you're bringing your people here to accomplish your good and perfect will. Help us have a fresh perspective that we would see the opportunity and not the obstacle. God, that we would walk by faith and not by sight, and that as we move into this summer, God, starting next week, that we're gonna see people raised to life in baptism. That people take those next steps, that someone signs up today and says, that's my step. That someone commits to following Christ that we see lives change this summer. We don't slow down, but we move and we multiply. And God, may something so big happen here, something so big, so huge in the city, so big in our lives, that we can only say, wow, God, wow, God.
1: Thanks for listening to today's message. We'd love to stay connected with you through the week. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching at City Lights AC. Thanks
0: again and join us soon.